I guess they call them blackouts from drinking. It brought me to tears to think that I, what did I do last night? I hope I didn't hit somebody on the road. I hope I, I didn't cause somebody to wreck coming home. And it just made me sick to my stomach that I was actually throwing up. And so I realized then how bad I needed Jesus in my life. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. On today's program, you'll hear from someone who understands the terror of a blackout caused by alcohol and how she found freedom and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. My name is Molly Littlejohn. I'm uh, from Cherokee, North Carolina with the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. And I thank and praise my God for letting me live this long. I had a pretty rough life, but when I think about my life back then, I think that sometimes that the Lord was there watching over me. And I just praise Him and glorify Him that uh, He is an awesome, loving God. You can tell just what a loving God He is once you get to know Him. That uh, you just can't help but wish that you could have known Him all of your life. I didn't become a Christian until I was in my uh, my late 30s or early 40s. And uh, a lot of times when I talk to him, I wish, I tell him I wish that I had known him all my life, which I knew of him. I, we used to go to church when I was in elementary school. When I was in high school, but then being out with your friends of the world back when you're in the world, we got into drinking. And uh, so I had some narrow escapes during those times, but uh, nothing, nothing bad except through my grandfather. He, he abused me and my sisters, two of my sisters, I believe. And even that, it wasn't as bad as some uh, of my friends' abuse at their family's hands. And uh, I thank God for that. But it did mess up my any relationship with men in my life and I just I just have have a uh, an aversion to men I don't know how to say it I realized I needed God in my life I needed Jesus I just I just got tired of drinking I just those two times that I I guess they call them blackouts from drinking, 
it brought me to tears to think that I, what did I do last night? I hope I didn't hit somebody on the road. I hope I, I didn't cause somebody to wreck coming home. And it just made me sick to my stomach that I was actually throwing up. And so I realized then how bad I needed Jesus in my life. But I thank God nothing happened. I finally got enough nerve to call my sister and ask her if anything bad had happened to me or if any accidents. And they said no. Said we went down to check on you when we went home and said you were, your car was at home and said oh, you didn't wake up. We knocked on the door and so even then I said thank God even though I didn't know God but uh, he protected me. Well I told my friend I want to quit drinking about a year, I guess, before that. And I would quit. And then she said she wanted to quit. But then about a month later, she'll call and say, take me up to get me some beer. So I tell her, okay. And I do all right for uh, at least another month. And then she said, well, go ahead and get you a beer if you want one. I'll tell her no. And then finally, you know, I'd say, well, I guess maybe I might just drink one. So I would drink one, and then I'd tell her, I better go home. I'll, I'll be wanting another one. She'll say, well, maybe I'll call you next week and get me some more. Go get, take me and get me some more beer. And I'll tell her, well, so she'll call back. And... I'd be strong for about two months and then I'd drink and got started after a while back to a six pack. I'd buy myself a six pack. I think, well, I can handle that. And um, then one of my blackouts was after that. And so I finally told her, I said, uh, I don't want to drink no more. I said, uh, I'm, I didn't tell her I blacked out. Cause it was, it wasn't something I wanted to talk about. It was something I was ashamed of. I thought, it don't happen. It don't happen to people that drink. It don't happen to, uh, I didn't know of anybody that had happened to, you know, and so I thought I was the only one and I was ashamed to tell anybody and, uh, so, Finally, she said, well, I said, uh, and I guess about three weeks, we drank beer on Friday night. And I told her, I said, I don't want no more. I said, let's go to church Sunday. And she'll say, all right, yeah, let's do. She said, mom's been after me to go. So we went to church. And then the next weekend, she wanted some beer on Saturday or something like that, you know. And so we we didn't go. And her mom would tell me, well, call me. so said, you can ride with me said, uh, so I'll tell her okay, and which I didn't do. And so then we, I'd drink some more beer with her and I'd tell her, let's go to church Sunday. So finally we just, uh, we just quit and we started going to church. She said, come down to my house and we'll 
go together. So we started going to a Corona Baptist chapel. And uh, I went to church for about from maybe February to uh, April 1996. And a friend and her well, my friend's brother-in-law, he uh, realized that he wasn't saved, that, but he had been going to church most of his years from school, from high school, and thought he'd been saved, but uh, the Spirit kept convicting him. So in April... One Wednesday night, we had a short meeting in the uh, fellowship hall of our church at Aquone Baptist Chapel, and and the Spirit came, and I was saved that night. And I have been so thankful to God and that He called me. I thank Jesus for His precious blood, and I thank Him for the cross. The old Calvary cross and what he done for me. That he, he was, uh, betrayed by one of his disciples and, uh, he, uh, was, I can't, I can't, I have a hard time thinking about the pain that he went through for my sins. For the sins of every person that is willing to ask him to be their savior. The crown they put on his head, mashed down on his head, and the way they tore his body up by whipping him and hung him on a cross. I don't know of anyone else that would be willing to take that kind of pain for me. But he hung on that cross and shed his precious blood to wash away my sins and to save me from hell. Then he was buried for three days and three nights, but he rose again, and so now death has been defeated by Jesus Christ and he has saved me from hell and from a lot a lot of heartache a lot of hurt since 1996 and I just give him all the praise and the glory for willing to do that for someone that's whose life was in the gutter that I don't have to live that life no more that I can Call him friend, my redeemer and my savior. And I can call the Lord God my father. I never realized what a beautiful life a person can live until, until I knew Jesus. And uh, I have never gone back. I've never looked back. I, I would never go back through the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ holding my hand and knowing that Jesus is walking with me is the ultimate joy.
It's the ultimate high that I get anymore. I have been going to church since 1996, and I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing God's Word being preached and getting my toes stepped on ever so often. But that's the life I have chosen, is to live for God, to live for Jesus until I can see Him face to face and praise Him even more. Could you hear the gratefulness in Molly's voice? She's given some real thought to what Jesus did for her. She didn't know anyone who would be willing to take that kind of pain for her. No one but Jesus Christ. My friend, he didn't just suffer for Molly. He died, was buried, and rose again so that we all could be saved. But only those who trust him will be forgiven. We read in the Bible, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What about you? Have you received God's gift of forgiveness? When you do, and when you consider what it cost Him, you'll be grateful too. Want to know more? Visit our website, withoutreservation.com, and click on the tab, New Life. Or download the Storyteller radio app and choose Hope. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.